it's pretty interesting how we function as human beings on this planet and that we are not just physical beings. And I say this all the time, but we can't heal all of our ailments using physical medicine. Welcome to Tuning In. I'm your host, Catherine Pelosa Smith, and I'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness, natural nutrition, raising the vibe, and reconnecting to your truest self. I'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest, most vibrant life I could have ever imagined. I truly believe that by tuning into your mind, body, and soul as your magical gateway, you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, sweet souls, and welcome back to Tuning In. I am Catherine Peloso-Smith. I'm so excited to be here today to bring this podcast episode to you. And I have a really interesting topic for today. And I kind of got this idea from somebody that I've connected well with in my community. And she suggested that I talk a little bit more about wellness. And being that I am a holistic nutritionist, (laughs) you know, I have my certification in holistic nutrition and working for six years now in kind of the wellness space, I have some interesting things to talk about around holistic wellness. As somebody who has, you know, gone through a incredible physical healing experience journey throughout my lifetime, but also as somebody who, you know, likes to get a bigger picture of wellness and not just get so honed in on the very specific things that we need to do and diets we need to follow and supplements we need to take and all of those specifics, because really, you know, it depends on the person and wellness is so individual at the end of the day when we're looking at it. And for me, when I was practicing specific holistic nutrition, I always felt like there was something missing that I wasn't giving the the most support that I possibly could to my clients because even when they would see results, it's like most of the time they wouldn't last or, you know, there was some kind of underlying issue that was happening that wasn't being addressed through specific dietary recommendations. And I know holistic nutrition does encompass the lifestyle aspect as well. And I think that's what kind of got me exploring more into energetics and the quantum kind of realm of our existence. And it's pretty interesting how we function as human beings on this planet and that we are not just physical beings. And I say this all the time, but we can't heal all of our ailments using physical medicine. So today, I really want to talk about the wellness tips that you aren't hearing about out there in the world right now. And I mean, some some of them you might be hearing about depending on how like into alternative healing you might be interested in or how much you delve into that arena. But, you know, I just feel like we know all the hot trends right now. 
there's cold plunging and breath work and seed oils and, you know, staying away from them, intermittent fasting, you know, intuitive eating, like all of these different holistic wellness practices are pretty hot topics right now in the wellness world. And I love all of these. So I'm not bashing any of them. I really do. I think they all play a part. And I think they all are, again, individualistic in nature. And they all have amazing benefits and a piece to play, you know, a piece to play in the puzzle of our well-being. But personally, <laughs> I'll, like, I'm a little maxed out on the talks about how these are going to change your life. So today I want to bring to you some like serious wellness hacks, tips, things like that, that no one's really talking about out there that I believe truly have like significant benefits and that are really super simple to implement for the most part. Some of them might get a little out there, but at the end of the day, like it's not rocket science here. It's not rocket science. Some of them is a little bit abstract, a lot of quantum thinking, but I want you to bring you to this space of like what is possible for my wellness in a way that's not just on a physical level. So let's dive in. Number uno, we have social connections. Okay, so I want you to take a look at the people you spend the most time with in your life on a daily basis, the people you go to work with, the people in your family, your extended family, your best friends, you know, the people that you are hanging out with and surround yourself with. This really matters for so many different reasons. But on an energetic level, you know, we all are vibrating at our own frequency. We all carry our own energies and those energies are transmittable <laughs> between people. We can pass those to other people. We can feel other people's energies. We're naturally open to feeling energies of the room or whatever people are emitting, right? Some of us can feel that more than others and, you know, it just depends on how open and empathetic you might be. So, why does this matter? If you are hanging around people who are really low vibe, who are, you know, really low, really down, really negative energy, you know, you're going to pick up on that. You're going to take that on for the most part. Not everybody is like that. Some people have really good boundaries, but this is really important to get, you know, that we are so intertwined and connected that if you're feeling low vibe, Take a look at who you spend a lot of time with. And I'm not saying you have to cut people off and things like that, but your health and well-being really matters to you. I know that because you're listening to this. And so, you know, if you want to optimize your wellness, you might want to surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up, who are going to raise your vibration, who are going to give you that positive energy because when we're feeling low vibe, when we're feeling down and we're feeling those negative energies, it has a negative effect on all layers of our, of our, you know, being, our physical body, our mental body, our emotional body, our spiritual body, like it all plays a part. So if you really want to level up your health and wellness, you should be looking for really positive relationships in your life, like really genuine lifting high vibe friendships, uh, connections with people, um, you know, engaging in communities and activities that are super supportive, 
you know, um, creating like networks with people who vibe with you, who align with what you are trying to achieve in this life, you know, if you, this is especially huge if you feel like there are certain people in your life who are like energy sucking. And sometimes we can't totally control that. Sometimes, you know, we're it's just part of it, right? Maybe you have a coworker that it's like, you love your job, but you have somebody that you work with that is just an energy vampire. Sometimes we can't fire them because, you know, they're, they're at the same level as you. So you have to learn how to kind of create boundaries around that. But this is why it's even more important for you to create friendships and connections and networks that really are going to be supportive energetically for you. So this is a huge, huge tip. And it's something that like, I know we're talking about out there. Some people are talking about it, but I don't know that people understand the immense effect that other people's energies have on like your energy. So um, just take this into account when you are looking to bring yourself to that next level of your holistic wellness. So that's number one. Number two is digital detoxes. So this is something that I know more and more people are talking about. I definitely know it's out there. But in the general public, I don't think people understand (laughs) the importance of creating space between you and your digital, you know, like electronic world. Okay, so many of you know, I'm sure that like your devices all contain electromagnetic fields. Okay, and this creates radiation and this can affect us on, again, a multidimensional level level all different areas of our of our being so again if you want to level up your health and you're like i need to get to that that next level or you know i really want to start sleeping through the night or start feeling less anxious and regulate my nervous system these play a huge part so things that you can do to you know do a little digital detox is stay away from your electronics turn your wi-fi off i know this is like some of you might be like what i can't do that this is crazy but turning your wi-fi off at night can help everyone in your house sleep a lot better yes it means you have to get out of bed and turn your wi-fi back on before you check your phone in the morning and answer all your emails and blah 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 but this is a really good habit to get into. So really taking the time to create boundaries around your screen time and taking breaks from your electronic devices. So some things I've heard of too, and I'm not saying I'm perfect on this. (laughs) If my husband is listening right now, he's gonna be like, what are you talking about? This is like in an ideal world, this is like actually something that I really want to start implementing (laughs) a little bit more but is like creating a space in the home that, you know, our technology goes when we get home from work or, you know, at certain times of the day. It's like so that I don't always have my phone on me so that I'm not walking around to the different rooms with my computer. Like, nope, my computer stays here. And this area of the home is a electronic free or tech free zone of the house or, you know, putting our phones in a basket or something like that where we don't have access to them until certain times of the day. And this is something that like, I know I hear a lot about 
digital detoxing um, in the mental health space to help people um, who have like addiction issues with their phone, right? Where it's like they are down and depressed and feeling anxious and always scrolling and things like that. They have to like create some separation between them and their devices. But this really is affecting not just our mental health, but our physical health as well. And one of the reasons why is because when we are connected to all these devices, okay, and I love these devices, I think they provide so much benefit in our world and connecting us to one another, um, helping us do the jobs that we want to do, um, helping us create all of the, the beautiful things that um, electronics bring to our lives is amazing, but they're so ungrounding. They take us out of our um, our beings, basically. They're, they're not grounding. So something that we really need to start doing more, especially if you are using a lot of digital products and electronics and tech devices, you need to ground your energy. You have to take that into consideration because the EMFs have been known to, and through the radiation, create more inflammation physically in our bodies. And so when we ground our energy, and this isn't woo-woo, guys, this is rooted in like serious science. There's an amazing documentary actually out, and I think it's on, gosh, I don't know what it's on. (laughs) And I don't even have the name, so I'll find it and I'll put it in the show notes. But it's all about grounding and the benefits that it has on your physical body and reducing inflammation specifically. So I'll, I'll, tag that because I want you to watch it. It's, it's really, really amazing. So grounding your body, things that you can do for that is like walking barefoot in the ground, turning off your devices. You can visualize your body grounding and grounding your energy. From the electronics, it puts us in a positive state. So we need the negative to counterbalance that. And that is the space that the earth holds for us. So being able to ground in our earth elements like the soil, like the earth, water, sand, grass, they all will hold a more negative charge and it helps to counterbalance the positive charge that we carry taking on all of these kind of EMFs basically in the world. So really important to be grounding our energy. And the reasoning behind that is because when we're not grounded, A, we're dysregulated, right? It's not good for our nervous system. It also creates more inflammation in our physical bodies. And just overall, energetically, it puts us up in our like headspace. It means we're just flighty. It means we're out there and we're not in our bodies. We're not in our beings. So it's great to be out there. I'm totally out there a lot. But it's really important to also be present and be one with your being. It's really important for your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health as a whole. So that is number two. So doing some kind of digital detox or creating digital boundaries for yourself is really, really important if you want to kind of level up your holistic health. All right, number three. This one I freaking love and has like, I want to explore it even more than I already have. And that is intuitive movement. Okay. You guys are probably like, Catherine, what the hell are you talking about? What is intuitive movement? So basically this is like the concept of listening to your body 
and moving in a way that feels good for you. Not forcing it, not pushing yourself, just like getting out there and moving your body. And this is something that like, I don't even know if there, if this is like a specific term. Like, I don't know if you can search intuitive movement and like sites will come up that you can join or whatever. This is something that's been coming through um, intuitively for me with a lot of my clients lately is that like listening to your body and moving your body in ways that like feel good, that like nourish you as opposed to like super high intensity activity or, you know, not moving your body at all. It's like both ends of the spectrum. It's like whatever genuinely feels good for you. And some of you that might be that like you actually crave weightlifting and like you need to lift weights or you, your body really wants to run. Or maybe you really want to just walk or dance. Like everything's great, right? All of these different options are fantastic. But this is the piece that changes everything. Something that I really want you to consider is ask yourself this. When you go to move your body, ask yourself, am I craving this movement as an escape from my mind and body? Or does this movement bring my mind and body together? And this is the difference between intuitive movement and escapism movement. And I just kind of came up with that by myself. So don't like go looking for like articles and like citing on this. But this is what I'm getting as guidance. And this is game changing, guys. Like this is, this type of movement is so important because I think in today's wellness world, like we're still on the train of more is better, right? You need to be like on the bike, just killing yourself and sweating till you die. Like great for some people, but not those people whose nervous systems are completely dysregulated. For people who are super high stress, you know, you might think that doing that is actually helping with your stress and your mental health, but it's more of an escape, than it is a bringing together of your mind and your body, which is more what people need who are super high stress or who are like whose nervous systems are out of whack. And so this is where like it gets a little confusing because you might think that you really want to go running, 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 when actually your body is craving the interconnectedness of your mind and your physical body. So like some of those movements that you that really bring the mind and the body together are things like yoga, pilates, qigong, tai chi are some of those. Dancing, right? Even just like dancing in a way that feels like spontaneous to you kind of brings that together. It's like what feels good? What what do I think feels good and what actually feels good? Something that really came up for me through all of this and the reason why I love yoga so much is because it really kind of creates a challenge for you when you're in these poses that feel uncomfortable, <laughs> that are challenging. It's like a mind over matter situation. You kind of have to learn how to surrender your mind and ease into your body and be able to feel that because a lot of the time your mind will say nope this isn't working nope let's get out of this nope move this I don't like this and then your body will react to that so it's about not controlling your mind but 
quieting the mind and allowing the body to come forward. And so really listening to your body when you're moving. And I know a lot of people don't like hearing this. They don't want to hear that. They want to work out six, seven times a week. They want to be go, go, go. They want to, you know, do the heavy lifting. They want to do the intense, intense exercises and having to like get the best time and like have the heaviest lifting and that's great. I think, you know, it's good, but you have to understand that that it's not always going to be in your highest and best wellness good. <laughs> so a lot of body movement when we're coming to really nourishing and nurturing our, you know, holistic being is really starting to cultivate that intuitive movement. And I'll throw in here too things like moving in a way that like releases emotions from your body. A lot of the time when we start to like dance intuitively, when we start to just move our body in the way we like feel into that feels good for us, we can start to like move energy and like get energy that's been stagnant and get it flowing because we store energy in our physical body as like pain, tightness, stiffness, tension. A lot of that can be like trauma or issues or challenges or just negative energies or any type of energies that we hold in our physical body that we haven't allowed to move. So when we listen to our body and we don't push our body, a lot of the time we allow those those stagnant energies to get flowing again. So there's a lot of different types of movements out there where you're just kind of like flowing, dancing, moving in a way that feels good to you, not just physically, but like emotionally feels good to you. Okay, so that's number three, intuitive movement. Hey there, soul sister. Are you ready to finally fall in love with your truest self? Well, get ready because the self-love activation experience is here to ignite your inner flame and empower you to live your most authentic life. Picture this, a transformative experience that transcends the ordinary, a space where you can explore the depths of who you truly are and unlock the limitless potential within you. The self-love activation experience is not just a program, it's a movement, a revolution, a celebration of everything you are. I know you. You're craving more alignment with your purpose and life direction. You want to feel validated, worthy, and able to step into your personal power. You want more ease and flow in your day-to-day -day life. I'm talking no overthinking, overanalyzing, and overdoing, and all that stuff. You're ready to experience a deeper understanding and connection with your mind, body, and soul, and start living a free, high-vibing life. This six-week experience will provide you with guided self-reflection, empowering weekly coaching sessions, heart-opening activities, including activations and energy healing, meditations, journaling exercises. Oh my gosh, it is so much fun. As well as there is a beautiful supportive community of like-minded individuals all on this similar journey of expansion. If you're thinking, holy crap, she's speaking directly to my soul, do not wait. Pause this episode and go join the waitlist for the next self-love activation experience. There is no coincidence that you're listening today. Whether you're on a self-love journey already or just starting out, this experience is your guide to creating a life filled with joy, love, and genuine fulfillment. So are you ready to activate your self-love 
and embrace what's next for you, join the waitlist now and claim your spot for when we launch. Head over to Catherine Peloso Smith, that's Catherine with a K, P-E-L-O-S-O Smith dot mykajabi.com slash self dash love dash activation. And there's also a link in the show notes for sure. Do not miss your chance to be part of this life-changing self-love revolution. I cannot wait to see you there. Number four is like super fun. (laughs) And I hope you guys like this. And please tell me if you try any of these because I would love to hear how things go for you. So number four is laughter therapy. I freaking love this one. And this is something that like might seem a little woo woo. Okay, haha, I get it. Could possibly help our mental health. But there's actually a lot of, you know, a lot of research that's been done in this area. And I even looked it up myself because I was like, I know laughter therapy is a really cool concept, but like, is there any science to back that up? (laughs) And I mean, you know me, I'm not all about science. It doesn't have to be backed up by science because I know a lot of things you just intuitively know in your knowing. (laughs) You don't have to prove everything. But I think it's cool to see that a lot of studies have been done around using laughter as a form of therapy. So I guess you understand what I'm trying to say when I say laughter therapy. It's like laughing to shift your you know, your mindset shift your being and how you feel, basically. So it's like incorporating laughter into your routine, whether it's from like funny videos or jokes or spending time with people who make you laugh. Like laughter has really been proven to support your mental, but also your physical health too. Something that I really want to try and I've heard about (laughs) is laughing yoga where it's almost like a forced laugh, which you would think, okay, if it's a forced laugh, how is that actually doing anything? But if you force on the laugh, it will still release endorphins because it kind of gets the ball rolling and then you start to laugh naturally at how silly it is that you're forcing yourself to laugh. So there's actually been proven like benefits and like psychological benefits of creating laughter and doesn't have to be just like with humor as a catalyst like you can just laugh on your own like a forced laugh almost but it's linked to chemical changes in your body that can potentially reduce stress and actually increase your pain tolerance which is really interesting that they connect that with yoga because you know, if you've ever done yoga, there's a little bit of pain in there, just like discomfort. So if you're laughing through that discomfort, it can completely shift your state of being and your ability to hold those poses longer or with more strength. So there's actually a study that was done in the the American Journal of Lifestyle Medicine, I believe it was, that basically proved that you can receive psychological benefits from laughing as a physical activity. And it's pretty, pretty incredible. So don't underestimate the the power of laughing. And I saw another study recently too that said, you know, children laugh up to like thousands of times a day, just like just being out there and like with their friends or in a funny moment or watching a funny show or whatever, like they laugh, whether it's a big laugh or a little laugh, they laugh 
so much more than adults do. And laughing is a great way to also move energy through your body, create endorphins and help you feel good. It can help your mental health. It can deepen your connection to other people. If you're laughing with other people, it creates a connection. It's like a chemical bond and chemical changes within your body that connects positively with the chemical changes in the other person's body. It's so freaking cool. So You know, if you're really looking to connect with your partner or connect with a family member, sit down and watch a funny movie together and (laughs) ta-da, you can create a connection, a positive connection with that person just by laughing together. It's really, really cool. So that's something that like, is just a really fun thing. If you want to raise your vibration, if you want to create a deeper connection with somebody and to improve your wellness, laugh more, just laugh more. Sounds so easy, doesn't it? (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's number four, laughter therapy. Number five, this is like really, really, it's not important. It's just something that's like been so significant in my own personal wellness journey and spiritual journey. (laughs) And that is to create a sacred space for yourself. So something that I was feeling personally when we were traveling for a year and we were in a different house every like month throughout Mexico and Costa Rica, I was missing like my own space. I never felt like the rooms were like my room or the house was our house or, you know, it just felt like I was borrowing somebody else's space all the time. And I said to myself, when we go back to Canada, when we like you know, hunker down a little bit, even though we'll be renting, you know, and we don't own the space, it's really important for me to create a space that is mine, that feels like I can come to and energetically just like do what I need to do, (laughs) whether it's release or connect or just create that like really safe, safe haven or space for myself. And so that's what I did. That's what I created. So the last place we lived was in Blue Mountain. And in the basement, there was a bedroom that I kind of designated as my sacred space where I do my spiritual practice, where I keep all of my things for work, but also, you know, my my crystals and my um, oracle card decks and my singing bowls and all of the the things that really mean a lot to me. I created a little bit of an altar space and it was a beautiful space for me to come home to. It was like where I did my meditation, where I would reflect and journal and just created a really peaceful place in the house that was just really serene. And it brought me a lot of joy and happiness and just helped me with my reintegration, I guess, of my life into Canada again. (laughs) As like crazy as that seems being, you know, having lived here for 34 years and then traveling for a year and then, you know, my world just being completely rocked (laughs) coming home. It was like I needed to reintegrate even though we were just gone for a year. A lot had shifted and a lot had changed within that time. So what I am suggesting for you is to I mean, even if you're not super spiritual, you don't have to create an altar or have crystals or have like whatever. It's just about having a space that means a lot to you. That could be like, you know, your own bedroom. It could be 
you know, your nightside table, you know, where you have your book and your reading glasses and where you have your tea, you know, but a space that is sacred to you because here's why this is important. We, again, because we're energetic beings, carry these frequencies that can be overwhelmed, can be stress, can be, you know, our nervous systems can be out of whack. So having a place that you can physically go to within your house, especially, that is going to help regulate your nervous system or a place where you can connect, where you can reflect, where you can, you know, just tune in to you is really, really beneficial to your wellness. So again, I'm not saying that it has to be spiritual if that's not for you, but even if you're someone who does like to meditate, who likes to journal, having like a very specific spot that you do that will help your body and like train your physical body to relax when you go to that space. It's kind of like the Pavlov dog thing with the treats and stuff. Like you're training your body. It's like every time we come to this space, it is undis- like it's there's no distractions. It's calming. And this is where we unwind and feel regulated. So do something like that where you create a sacred space for yourself because this can like amplify your well-being and really, really kind of help you just feel better overall. And it's something so simple. It doesn't take a lot to do. So you could do this right now. Just create a little space that you designate as your sacred space. Finally, this is the last one. This one is a little bit (laughs) woo-woo, but I want you to stay with me on this, okay? So there's kind of two pieces to this and it's a little more abstract, but just stay with me. So vibration therapy and frequency medicines basically, is this other type of wellness that is very supportive that a lot of people aren't talking about, but a lot of people are talking about. It's just different different people talking about these things. But the, the space of the vibration therapies is really starting to grow. And it's something that has been around for so long. It started with a gentleman called, I think his name was Royal Rife, last name's Rife, and he created this Rife machine that was based off of very specific frequencies that were meant to destroy harmful, you know, bacterias and pathogens and things like that that they found to be quite helpful and had some really amazing benefits to it. Nowadays, they've taken some of those free, those specific frequencies that he's created. There's also been new frequencies that have been created to positively like infiltrate our being to create harmony, to create wellness, you know, depending on what it is that you want. So it's kind of works a little similarly to homeopathics where you have some kind of frequency and then you bring that into your field to sort of shift the energy or shift the frequency in your being to promote health and wellness. So there are so many different types of machines that do this nowadays. I have had the opportunity of using a few different kinds. There's so many different ideas around vibrational frequency and healing modalities and you know, frequency medicines, even, you know, (laughs) different things being infused with frequencies and then you digest it and all these types of things. But the, the basis of this is that you are using positive, well 
frequencies or vibrations to affect your vibrational frequency and to help kind of overshadow the the negative ones that you might be holding or carrying. So I actually use a vibrational frequency machine called the Infopathy machine. I know there's a few other practitioners in my circle that use that and I think it, it works really well. It hooks up to your computer and it provides different frequencies and you can have this physically where you like I take it and I'll put it on different areas of my body so if I'm feeling like a cold coming on if I'm feeling overwhelmed or stressed or different things like that I choose the very specific frequency to help support that and then I put it on my body there's other ways of doing that too there's an audio version where you listen to the frequency and then there's also a way of imprinting water and then you digest or intake that water. So you put a glass of water on top of the machine and it is said that the, the vibration will infuse the water or imprint the water and then you drink the water. So you take in physically the, the frequency of the water. And I mean, if you've ever watched that documentary about water and how it holds the different vibrational frequencies of, you know, the different emotions even that it comes in contact with, this isn't like totally woo woo. It's all very rooted in science. And this is something that I think is going to be something we're going to see more of in the future. And just knowing that it is, you know, not a cure all, but that it's another piece to our healing puzzle, to our wellness puzzle, something um, like another type of tool that we can use to shift our energies and shift our the frequency that we hold in a different way. Because at the end of the day, like I always say, everything is energy. Everything is energy. Your physical body, your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions, everything is energy. And so at the root of everything, if we really want to shift our health and our well-being, we need to shift the energy that we are holding in our, in our field. And so this is where like quantum healing is so incredible because we can shift and move energy and actually create instantaneous healing that doesn't take forever <laughs> to do on a physical level. So this kind of all plays in with the vibration therapy and, and frequency machines and medicines and things like that, but it's just another thing to explore and to be open to and see if it kind of works for you. So if you have any questions around that or you wanna you know, do a session with me using the Infopathy machine, I'd love to show you how that works and how you might be able to incorporate that into your own wellness routine and in your life or with your family because I found it to be extremely helpful and beneficial for me and my family. Okay, <laughs> so that is, I think I said there's six or seven there, different wellness tips that you're just not hearing about out there in the wellness world. I hope this brought some insight. I hope, you know, you're kind of curious. I hope this is like creating a little bit of like exploratory energy for you <laughs> that you can go and do a little bit more research on these, see, try them out in your own life, take them into consideration and just see what unfolds for you and with your wellness and with your just overall well-being. So thank you so much for tuning in, for listening, for following along. And I just, yeah, I'm so grateful that you're here. So please reach out if this resonated with you or you want to share this with somebody. I would absolutely adore you forever and ever and ever. It means the world to me when you share whatever 
especially if it's like, wow, this really resonates and this really feels good and love this message. So let me know what you think and just have yourself a beautiful rest of the day and don't forget to love yourself and we'll talk soon. Take care. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, do you like journaling? Do you like raising your vibration? Perfect. Then I have the thing for you. This is my high vibe journaling workbook on exactly how to journal in a way that helps you to raise your vibration and help you to manifest everything you desire in your life. There are three very specific steps to this type of journaling that I guarantee you will start your day off or finish your day off perfectly in a way that you feel motivated, high vibrational, and ready to take on life. If you want a free copy of this high vibe journaling workbook on exactly how to do this type of journaling, you can click the show notes for a link right there to access your very free copy today. Do not miss out on this. I swear it will change your life. You're welcome.